Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Miesler, and this show provides content curation as a service with a focus on the intersection of security, technology, and humans. I spend between 5 and 20 hours a week consuming books, articles, and podcasts, and each episode is either a curated summary of what I've discovered in the past week or a standalone essay that hopefully gives you something to think about. All right, welcome to episode 171. Starting off with security news, MasterCard is looking to create a digital ID service that can bind your digital presence to your mobile device, which will be able to verify you to various services. They say this will enhance interactions with the world, basically, because uh, the various things you try to get access to will know actually who you are based on the device that you're using. A lot of people are worried that this sounds pretty, I don't know, Orwellian, but uh, I've, I find it exciting. I also talked about it a lot in um, The Real Internet of Things, uh, which I called it uh, universal demonization. I don't think this is quite there yet because this is really just the identity piece on the client side, but it's, it's still uh, interesting to me. Palantir has won an $800 million contract to build the next combat intelligence system for the army. This is to replace the DCGS-A system. Putin appears to be causing brain drain in Russia. Someone did some analysis and noticed that uh, more and more people are leaving. And uh, it's not just because of the economy. They also tied it directly to him and politics. Dropbox has an interesting proposal for improving vendor security assessments. The uh, TLDR on it is they turn their requirements, their security requirements into contractual points and basically required it through their legal team. I think it's a really cool idea. The U.S. military is working on a software to detect micro changes in people with top, uh, top security clearances. And many think it's the future of employee monitoring as well. Airbnb says it's going after hosts that record their guests. But one thing that I've always wondered is what about guests who drop cameras into host properties? seems like people with nice places would be more lucrative for like extortion and blackmail and that sort of thing. I wonder if this is part of anyone's threat model. Verizon is open access to the free version of its spam and robocall blocking tool based on Stir and Shaken. I'm really looking forward to the other carriers getting this as well. The Air Force is working on unmanned AI combat drones in a project called Skyborg. It's a really cool code name, but uh, can't help but be slightly concerned by the whole uh, aim of the project. If you read a book by Daniel Suarez called Kill Decision, it's about swarms of drones and just auto- fully automated drones in general. And I think uh, <clears throat> I think you'll you'll see the issue once you read that book. The Besides SF 2019 videos playlist is out, and I've got the link here. 
and advisories for the week Cisco iOS XE, Cisco WebEx browser extension. Not a good week for Cisco. And uh, Toyota has had another breach, another one in uh, recent time. Technology news. Amazon has released S3 Glacier Deep Archive, which is a rarely accessed data storage for one terabyte per month per dollar. That's pretty cheap. I'd like to see the actual numbers on how quickly you could re retrieve it. Daimler's investing heavily in self-driving tech company focused on level four self-driving trucks. I believe level four, I can't remember the actual tiers, but I believe level four is almost fully autonomous uh, in, in most situations. Both RSS and the Matrix were born 20 years ago this month. It's really crazy. I, I I've actually, I actually watch Matrix fairly often, almost like twice a year, maybe for some reason. But, uh, so I didn't watch it over the weekend because I just watched it recently, but, um, I do use RSS. I use it pretty much consistently since it came out. Um, and with Twitter not being what it was before, I, I think I use RSS more than Twitter now. Um, I, I do Twitter for interaction, but RSS for gathering knowledge. Human news. How happy people are with their job is about 90% their boss. I think a lot of people know this, but this is a pretty interesting uh, little piece on it. Tinder has rolled out a height verification feature for men, which has made a lot of men angry. Now they're asking for a weight verification system for women. It, the whole thing seems horribly, uh, <clears throat> horribly sexist, but I guess that's, that's humans for you. Three times as many 18 to 29 year old men are not having sex as 10 years ago. So I think the number was like 10% 10 years ago. So what would that be like two, 2010 or so? And now the number is closer to 30%, which seems very, very high. Got a first image of an actual hydrogen, hydrogen atom. And it's really weird. You can see pixels on the inside. It looks like the nucleus. And there's like two like spherical sections around the outside. I'm not exactly sure what those represent, but I, I would assume that the, the outer band is where the electron has the chances of being. Um, maybe, maybe the inner part is like the space in between. I don't know. I don't know what the image would be picking up if that were the case, maybe some sort of force. But anyway, it was, it's a fully, it's a directly imaged thing, not just like a, I don't know, a mock-up or a second-tier indirect uh, observation. Scientists have figured out the unique smells of Parkinson's disease that the woman was able to detect just by smelling patients. And now they're working on detection devices. So if you, if you don't recall, this woman was able to smell shirts that had been on, on people and tell them yes or no that a person had Parkinson's disease turns out it's some sort of emission from like the top of their back. 
So like she could smell their shirt in that area and know that they had Parkinson's and they're like, well, what is it she's smelling? So finally they figured out this, uh, spectral analyzer, spectrometer, whatever, uh, and found the actual chemicals. So now they're making detection devices for the chemicals. Ideas, trends, and analysis. I wrote an essay called Defining the Values of the Intellectual Dark Web. And I hope a bunch of people read it because this uh, intellectual dark web thing is promising. But I'm worried that it could be hijacked by extreme right people. So uh, take a look at it. If you if you listen to podcasts like Sam Harris, uh, Joe Rogan, Eric Weinstein, uh, Weinstein, I'm not sure how he pronounces it, but, uh, people like this, if, if you're into them at all, um, I guess Shapiro, Dave Rubin, uh, I don't listen to those two, but, uh, if you're into this scene at all, the podcast scene around, you know, intellectual concepts, any sort of politics or whatever, um, <clears throat> this intellectual dark web is, is really important because it's, they are largely, and, and they're claiming to promote free and open conversation about controversial topics, which I think is cool. Um, but like I said, there's there's risk that it could uh, go sideways. I, mean, I really think we need uh, some really open conversation for 2020 coming up. Uh, the other idea here is is not my piece. It's um basically an argument that RSS is better than Twitter. Discovery. Default file name is a website that plays undiscoverable YouTube videos that were uploaded with the default file name. So it's basically like just random, usually very personal um, in the sense that it's just like, it's not well-produced for a reason. It's just someone thought that particular scene was interesting for whatever purpose. So, um, it's kind of addictive for some reason. You just kind of click through and you're like, you're watching this thing. I I think it's because it's a mystery and you're trying to figure out why this person took the video. Well, that's pretty cool. The moment that the matrix changed everything. This was in fact the coolest movie experience I've ever had as well. Um, it's the moment that Trinity jumps up and does that kick like the karate kid, you know, kick, but in the air. And then the camera rotates around her. I remember when I saw this, I was in Atlanta. It was opening weekend and probably opening night. And when she did that, the entire place went absolutely crazy. I I mean, I lost my mind when I saw that thing. And this is something I I don't think I've ever mentioned anywhere else. But when... When Morpheus was describing the actual world to Neo, I became physically ill. Um, I was like mentally disturbed for, I, I was just rattled dur- during the entire movie. I was like blown away. I was rattled. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I, I thought it was like Superman and hacking and martial arts, like all wrapped into one because that's what it was. But I, I mean, it, it was the movie event like ever for me. 
Um, the only thing I put up there with that is like snatch pulp fiction movies like that, but, but different category and nowhere near as like impactful at the time. I've got a website here that can remove the background image of any photo for free online. Obviously you're sending it online, so they're going to have a copy of it. So <clears throat> probably don't want to do it for certain things, but works really well, better than any like actual software I've ever seen. Sigint OS, all in one live distro for signals intelligence. It's got tons of like all the, uh, all the like suites of products and uh, tools that you'd normally put on there. It's already built in live distro and commando VM, an offensive security distribution based on windows instead of Linux. And I believe this was the offensive security people to put this out. Notes. I'm enjoying my latest model iPad pro more than that. I've ever enjoyed an iPad actually, uh, like news magazines, like Kindle, just, uh, yeah. Sketching just really, really enjoying it. Not really sure why I thought, I thought I was going to get off the tablet like train, but this one is, uh, doing better than before. <clears throat> Got a crazy question for you. If someone were to create a service that curated the opinions of like dozens or hundreds of like validated, somehow validated, they would be like vetted people led into this group of security professionals who were actually on the ground, like using products for things like security product reviews. Um, yeah, basically answering surveys of like, which of these three products do you like the best? And, and if you don't like one, don't say anything. Right. And of course we would pick people based on how, uh, just a level of trust. Like you, you see their interactions over the years, you know that they're not likely to like sell you out or something. Um, so the question is what, would a company pay, would your company pay five grand a year for this service? So imagine it being like a crowdsourced Gartner for some set, uh, subset of like the momentum cyber list of products, companies, services, and security but like way cheaper. Uh, would that be worth it? A uh, friend was asking me to pose that to you guys. I, I think it's interesting, interesting sort of idea. It's like, I mean, with Gartner, you have experts who are dedicated it to it full time, but there's so few of them. Um, and, and I feel like they're definitely experts, but it's not quite the same as having higher numbers who are more in the weeds every day. So it's like a different type of service. So it's like more in the weeds at higher numbers, but for less money. And then the survey result would just show you like a heat map of like what most people preferred. I think it'd be cool. Recommendations. If you're in the financial stuff, do some reading on a service called M1 it's either M1 or M1 Financial. The thing I liked mostly about it was the logo. Just kidding. I actually read about it a little bit and it looks pretty cool. My friend uh, says it's absolutely amazing. So I'm looking into it as well. 
but it's basically like unified banking, checking, like uh, stock trading, ETFs. It's like borrowing, like all this stuff. Plus they have like a debit card with like cash back and you earn interest. It's like unified. I, I love how services, financial services are being disrupted by like fintech. This is definitely fintech. It's unifying and simplifying like financial services. So you don't have to go to like 10 different places or whatever. And I think there's multiple services doing this, right? So uh, somebody mentioned Wealthfront when I was reading some of these blogs. Uh, Betterment already does something like this, but uh, this this one is like, seems more unified. Also the trades are free. Oh, there's also no fees. That, that's the other big thing they're saying. No annual fees, no whatever fees, uh, no fees to actually trade stocks. So that's pretty cool. But uh, if you're into that type of thing, check it out. Uh, although if you're into it, you probably already heard them. And second recommendation, get your RSS game back up and running. I imagine tons of people listening had like a really strong RSS game back in Google Reader time. And then when Google Reader died, everyone switched to Twitter and just manually checking bookmarks. But uh, I think it's time to get back into it. And I've got a link here to my Feedly, um, which you could subscribe to or whatever. But the point is just get on there, find all the things that you normally look at manually in your browser. Just type those into the search bar. You get the feed for it and and come back and read the feeds. I, I think it's just more efficient. It's definitely how I put together uh, this podcast and newsletter and the aphorism for the week, positive. Anything is better than negative. Nothing positive. Anything is better than negative. Nothing. Albert Hubbard. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of unsupervised learning. And don't forget that the show is both a podcast and a newsletter. So you can get more information about everything you just heard by subscribing to the newsletter or reading the blog posts for each episode. Also keep in mind that I do the show weekly, but if you're not a member, you're currently only getting every other odd-numbered episode. And if you want to get every episode of the podcast and newsletter, you can become a member at danielmeisler.com slash subscribe for less than a latte per month. Being a member will also get you access to the subscriber area of the site, which is the home for all previous member episodes, as well as other types of premium and experimental content. We'll see you next time.